Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, and welcome to episode two of A Good Old Chimwag. Today is Friday the 12th of August. 2016. And you're with me, Andy Martin. And me, Andy Oliver. Hello, hello. Welcome, guys. Uh, we are officially on iTunes. Cheers yeah. to that. Cheers yes. to that. Officially on iTunes. We are also on uh, Stitcher mm-hmm. and um, Buzzsprout as well, which are all podcasts, downloadable. Subscribe to them, guys. That would be really, really helpful. Um, if you want to keep up, up to date with what we're doing, subscribe, like, please review. That would be awesome. Give it a cheeky five, six stars if you want to. Don't think six stars are... Six yeah. stars would be lovely. They would be great, yeah. So Well, we uh, don't forget we've <clears> got our email, chimwagchaps at gmail.com. Um, please send us any questions in like we're doing questions of the week get them on there we've also got the Facebook page for anyone who hasn't listening it's a good old chimwag just search that and pop on some questions reviews anything anything you like so let's get started my friend okay we have questions of the week we do have questions of the week thanks guys for uh, popping in them questions for us um, we posted a couple of days ago to say question time. Please shoot us a question, whatever it may be, anything you want. So we got a good selection. I think we've got about six. So thanks to those that wrote in yeah, and nice commented one. on the Facebook page. Um, see what's going on there, guys. Have a look. Have a look what's going on. Um, like it. Comment on it. That'd be great if you can kind of get more interaction on the page. That'd be brilliant. So thanks for those that are doing it already. Um, so first question is: Oh, Carl Jones. This is for you, mate. Are you ready for this? Why do Liverpool? Because he spelt it Liverpool. Where's the L? Carl Carl Jones, why do Liverpool fans constantly think it's their year when they're (laughs) shite? Ha, ha. Well done, Carl. That's a good question, mate. I would like this from uh, a United fan to see what a Liverpool fan says. Oh, Carl, Carl, Carl. Right, okay, mate, yeah. So, why do Liverpool fans constantly think it's their year when they're shite? Right. Okay, this, it's our year thing. <laughs> it seems, it's a parody of itself now. Because back in the glory days when Liverpool were great, before I was born, damn it, uh, Liverpool were winning anything and everything, really. They were good. They were very good. Um, and nowadays, we're not very good. <laughs> Which is a shame oh, for me. Yeah. So, the <clears throat> it's the year thing. It's nowadays, Liverpool fans, we say, it's, we say it funnily, you know. So, um, we can get a signing. We can get a signing in. Could be somebody you've never heard of. Could be someone from I don't know Colombia, wherever. Blah blah blah. And we'll say, oh, it's the it's our year. Jokingly, other fans more than anything are the ones who use it the most. They do it because it's great banter for us. Uh, yeah, it, I don't find it hurtful. Some fans may do whatever, but you know, I get a lot of friends on Facebook. Carl, yourself, you do it a lot, and it is funny. You know. We'll, we'll fart and it's our year. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's anything. Uh, so, really, the, the answer to that is um, <clears throat> we don't. <laughs> we don't think it's our year. And for the ones who do say that, it's sheer optimism can be delusional. But, you know, anyone anyone can win the league. We've been there. Well, let's, let's look at last season. You know, um, it was a great year for football because of underdogs. Look at Leicester, of all people, to win the league. Um, brilliant. It could have been anyone. It literally can be anyone. Uh, as long as you've got enough belief, um, lack of injuries. You know, it's, a, it's a very... Come on, it, football's a team game. If you're not playing as a team, you're not going to win games. Simple as that. Like, football, to me, is... You know, a lot, I know there's a lot of strategy involved and, and stuff like that, but it's very simple. There needs to be a lot of passion. 
you need to be having that fire in your belly as a young age, right? And I think United fans have got that recently as well. We've been waiting for it to become our year since Sir Alex Ferguson left the camp. We're still waiting for it to be our year for a new manager to come in and replace him. So I know with Liverpool fans, it's a running joke of you always saying, oh, it's our year, but it's a bit of fun of games. Like, it, of course it is, it's yeah. banter. So hopefully this year, mate, Liverpool will be uh, winners of the season. You know? oh, I'll take Who that. Knows? Yeah, of course I will, yeah. Who knows? So, um, Thanks, Carl. Yeah, cheers, cheers, mate. Carl. Cheers for your question. Okay, right. Uh, next question off football topic now is from Dale Summers. All right, this is a, it's a bit more deeper now. So we've got, do you believe that there are others like us in the universe? For that matter, the whole of space. I'm not talking little green men like E.T., Mac and me, or Alf the Alien. I mean exactly like us. So, go on, Andy. Do you want to answer that one, buddy? Nice, easy question. Cheers, Dale. Nice and and deep there, mate. Nice and deep. Um, I think we would have to be somewhat naive if we didn't believe or somewhat think there is life out there. Like, come on. We have this gigantic universe that I'm not a scientific guy, but... I often, I, I used to work on a cruise ship and I used to go to Deck 5 forward quite a bit, and uh, which is the front of the ship. And, you know, after a few drinks at the bar, a group of us would go up and lay under the stars. And you'd look up and think, come on, there's got to be something out there that's doing the same thing. There's you definitely, know, definitely there's things There's got to be. So regardless of, um, you know, what we found so far of it within our galaxy, um, the science is... You know, we're pushing the boundaries. We're going further each time. We're going to Mars. We've got images of Jupiter. We've got images of other planets. And it's just a case of, is this going to happen in our lifetime? Oh, I think it will be. Well, look maybe, how, maybe. Look I don't how, know. Let, let's start with how big the universe is. Yeah, yeah. It's big. It's definitely big. Yeah, yeah. So, there could be thousands and thousands of galaxies identical to ours. Or even close to be identical. And uh, so, for it to suggest... That could there be people like us, like humans? Could there be another Earth? I think definitely so. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. If there if there is another planet that is uh, that has the same, you know, atmosphere, atmosphere, the same capacity to thrive and basically have life in it. Um, that creates life it might be in a different way but absolutely there's got to be something out there like God knows if we're ever going to find it in our lifetime you know Mars the images on there there was um, images showing that there there could have been um, some kind of lakes or some kind of water or some kind of liquid of some kind running because it it, it looked like uh, you know when you see the sand when the the kind of ocean goes back you can see the little ripples there was kind of that effect in the images so who knows? Like, oh, where well, there's water, there's life. Correct. And as well, I, I, I hope there is another. Yeah, me Earth too. Because um, that would be that would be awesome. And um, hopefully, there's another person like me with uh, with hair on his head. <laughs> I doubt that very much, man. Oh, cheers, man. You, <laughs> no, right. You really, you Listen, really Dale. Thank cheers, you very Dale. much for that, mate. Yeah. We could we, we could do a whole podcast on stuff like that. Yes, we, we could. could. So we're going to just go on to the next question. We could go on for hours. There, Dale. The next question is. From Chloe Menzies. I don't know. I, I hope I pronounced your second name right, sweetheart. Yeah. So, Menzies. Menzies. Do, do you want to answer, answer this question out? And then, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If you died tonight... Oh, blimey, Chloe. All right. That's Cheers. deep. Cheers, Chloe. Cheers, Chloe. Uh, what is one thing you would say to each other? Oh, this is mm-hmm. nice. And would you be happy with how you lived your life? Smiley face. <laughs> right, do you want me to get that one going yeah, then? crack on with that right, one, Right, so if I found out that we were dying Guys, tonight... Guys, deep questions, by oh. the way. Cheers. 
I can only say one thing to him. <clears throat> it would pretty much be... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, we, we, dying tonight. With there'd be so many things to think about. Yeah, You'd be yeah, thinking yeah. about friends, family. Um, you know, it, it, if I die tonight, it can't be our year. <laughs> it can't be like, gutted. Um, I would be heavily, heavily upset because of things like you know, not you know, not seeing my son grow up and everything and things. It's quite sad to talk about because. But what would you? What would you say to me? I would say to you, listen, the, the mate. Direct question is, what would you say to me? I, I let's a... forget about your son and your wife for a second. All oh, right, let's forget about the let's important people selfish. in my life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, All I'm right. Joking, but... No, I know you are, mate. All right. So I'd say to you, mate, it's been a ride. It's been great. It's been great knowing you and stuff like that. Um, and I'm going to end on the earth with more her than you. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers to having. Yeah. Cheers to having more. What hair would you than say me. to me? I think I would say thank you because um, without getting too deep. Um, we like I've been away for six years on a cruise ship me and Andy barely communicate he knows I'm doing my thing um, I'll send him pictures every now and again of what's going on funny things and the moment I leave and come back and see him again we literally begin where we left off and it's fantastic there's none of this oh you haven't contacted me <laughs> not heard from yet like it's literally with. We're great buddies. We always will be. And I would literally say thanks for pushing me because it's, you know, this is the reason why this podcast has been created. Yeah, so definitely. Say, yeah. I would say thanks for... Cheers, pal. Thanks for an awesome time at college. We continue to have a brilliant time together. So I would say a massive thank you. And um, I'm glad I've not got a big crappy sleeve tattoo. So cheers for that. No, I'll have to cheers that one. Cheers. Right. He said no hair, so come on. <laughs> Okay. My tattoo's okay, by the way. It's all right. It's good. All right. So... Next question. Next question is... Let me have a quick look. From uh, Stephen. Our good friend Stephen from oh, yeah. University from Manchester Metropolitan. Hi, right, Stephen. Um, yeah. You want to pop out this one, mate? Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's a little fun one. Right, so we've got... What would you rather get beaten by? A midget... A midget... Yeah, beaten, yeah. A midget with an axe or a giant with a toothpick? Oh! Mate, all right. Okay. Do you want me to go? Yeah, you go first, yeah. Excuse me. Right, well, I'm already short, as everybody knows. <laughs> so so I'm I'm definitely gonna go with a midget with an axe. Really? Yeah, obviously the axe is more deadly than the toothpick, but a giant could, you know, seriously just do me some damage yeah. without the toothpick. I would definitely go for the giant with the toothpick because oh, I'm pretty much a midget already we both are we kind of almost we're above that category of height range yes little which Andy. is a shame because we could have been in you know Game of Thrones oh I'd have been a basketball we could have player been, we could have been Lord of the Rings we could have been The Hobbit we could have been everything oh no well, if we were in the midget if we were in the midget range okay. so I would definitely go for a um, giant with a toothpick because it would be epic to see a giant oh you and he would be able to hold a thing oh, we absolutely I would just like to see a giant what would it do? Oh, it'd probably be like a, a huge tree to I'll, him. To be honest, I wouldn't like yeah. to see a giant. So, Stephen, I would rather be beaten by a giant with a toothpick. And I would be rather be attacked, well, <laughs> beaten by a midget with an axe because... All right. Actually, yeah. Yeah. That does that one. Cheers, Stephen. Thanks, Thanks, <laughs> Thanks to you, Cheers. yeah. Cheers, my friend. And we are going to round off the questions from uh, my good friend Simon Gowland. And this is good. Yeah. So, the question is... The greatest football match you've witnessed or sporting event? Now, wow. 
I'll roll this off. Okay, roll it's it off. It's pretty the obvious. The people who know me I know, are going to know this. I know Andy's one. The ones who don't, <clears throat> I'm going to say it. It's a bit cliche for me, but it's the Champions League 2005, Liverpool v AC Milan in Istanbul. Five times. Five times. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that day was pretty special. And what makes it special for this podcast is we both shared that day together, didn't we? We held hands. Um, I don't think we held hands did I don't we? think so no we didn't no um, we went to a local bar called Sky Bar which was literally down the road from our college and um, Andy was like right Champions League final I, I didn't even know it was I completely you know I didn't know the schedule as soon as United were out that was it that was the end of that um, so yeah of course I went to go and support an English team in the Champions League final you know um, that would happen with anyone I obviously was regardless of what team it is I'm going to be cheering for uh, the English team so uh, we sat there you want to tell uh, the rest of the story? Man? Yeah. So, you know, I'm a big Liverpool fan. It's massive for me. I was, oh, was I? I was 19. So I'm literally loving the, this. We, were, we had a tough stage of going through. We got there and we weren't a great team on paper. You know, we had some pretty, pretty poor players. Um, and we're coming against this AC Milan team who were phenomenal, one of the best teams in the world. And uh, I was, I, I was nervous. I was, and was I optimistic? Of course, um, anyone could win a final. Absolutely. Um, and we got the beers in. Place was booming. It was full. There was five hundred people there. They were sitting on pool tables. They were sitting on the. T- oh, they were sitting everywhere. It was great. A lot of sea of red. It was fantastic. And very early on, Maldini scored, and I was gutted. You know, I mean, Maldini, what a guy. And then, you know, soon after, two through the third goal, and I was down in the dumps. I was gutted. I mean, my face must have been a picture. Oh, I've never seen him so depressed in my life. I was kind of, like, happy inside a little bit, because I was like... <laughs> Even though I was cheering for Liverpool, Just kind of. <laughs> never knew that. You never knew that. The tears were streaming down your face. I was, I was crying, yeah. And what what was the words? I got the beers in, I popped them down on the table, and what were the words that I said to you at... Half Unbelievable! They put the beer down, tapped me on the shoulder, and <coughs> said, "You know what, mate?" He said, "You'll win this." He said, "You win." And I'm thinking, does this guy have any clue of what is like happening right now against AC Milan, three 0 down, and we didn't even look like we could, I don't know, get a shot on target in the first half. It was dreadful. And then you know, a quick halftime uh, change round from Rafa Benitez brought on Didier Man. Rafa um, Benitez you know what from the start of the second half we weren't good either we nearly conceded a fourth and then that weird six minutes of madness oh balls came in John Anarisa Steven Gerrard had a goal and his, it was for me it was when he was throwing his arms up to the crowd there was a lot of everyone was elated even though 3-1 still hard to come back with yeah. and then bang another another goal Vladimir Smitsa I mean Vladimir Smitsa look you're coming across these great guys at AC Milan. Vladimir Smitsa wasn't a great, you know what I mean? But he'll always be remembered for us. Scored again, bang, get in. Steven Gerrard bombing through, penalty. That moment I thought, yes, we've got a penalty, we can do this. Alonso comes up, what a guy, and misses a penalty, but converts a rebound. I can't remember what actually happened then, because I think I was under a sea of bodies. Yeah. It was crazy, there was big burly men behind me, they were breathing, they were throwing beer, I didn't care, I was covered in all sorts and of stuff. As a neutral, I was like, bastard, I had said to this guy at half-time, that you're going to come back and win this, why didn't I put a 
fucking bet on. <laughs> Why did I put a bet on? Because I would be wadded right now I if mean, I placed even 50 pence on at <laughs> half time. I mean, at 3 3, even you would have thought we, we, uh, we were winning this. Definitely, though. Unbelievable. I mean, 3 yeah. 3, you, you haven't won it yet. Yeah. Still 3 3. And then we got absolutely hammered after that. There was the, the, there were players going down with cramp for making last ditch tackles. It was fantastic. Extra time, we got hammered. And then Shevchenko missed. A shot from what three yards out, Jerzy Dudek saved it, and then that was the moment for me when he saved that, and you could see Shevchenko's face was like, "How did this not go in?" I thought we've got it. Went to penalties. I'm a nervous wreck. Oh, I was. Oh, it was awful. And the penalties from Liverpool were fantastic, and the ones from AC Milan were garbage, and we won. And that day was the best football match I've seen, and it was the greatest sporting event for me uh, ever. Um, and I so, think from anyone, um, regardless of what fan you are, that comeback was epic. Like, um, I was sat there as a neutral, and regardless of what team you support, who you follow, what you believe in, the passion in that room at the time, in that bar, was unbelievable. And it was electric. It was positive. You cannot replace that. And the same moment happened for me when, obviously, when United um, won um, the Champions League against Bayern Munich in 1999, when the two... Substitutes came on, Solskjaer and Sheringham scored both from the corner. That was um, great. Popped them in. And unbelievable. So same feeling, just elation. So Speaking um, of that game, mate, I was with um, <clears throat> Kyle Jones. <laughs> Who's Kyle Jones. I was with Kyle Jones at the time and we was watching it in my house. And I, obviously a lot younger than when the 2005 final was. I celebrated that. I'm not afraid to admit that, even as a Liverpool fan. I celebrated because I'd seen that lad was bouncing. We ran out on the street and he was just jumping with joy. And you know what? I was just happy for him. Which made me happy then because what that was a great comeback as well. So yeah, you, you know, you're talking, a United fan talking about Liverpool, Liverpool fan talking about United mm. fan. Yeah, we hate each other. Of course we do. Football-wise, it's banter. It's great. But them moments for us will stay forever. And yeah. why? that's why it's, you follow stuff like this because it's fun that's and what it's exciting sport, that's what sport does and I've never experienced another thing or anything similar to that where so many people at once are crammed in to watch that one event and you are all going through them same emotions together regardless of where you are you could be in Germany when the World Cup was going on and when they won regardless of who you are and who you support even if you're an England fan um, you're, from, you're from Spain wherever you're from that moment of when Germany won the World Cup, if you're in Germany and you're in a bar or you're surrounded by German fans in England or wherever you are, you're going to share that same experience. And sport does that for the both of us, doesn't it? And it's totally. phenomenal. So um, on the topic of sport, thanks, by the way, for the question. Uh, who was the question from there, mate? Simon Garland. Simon. Cheers, Simon. Mate, that was a good question. Cheers. Thank awesome. you very much. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, so, um, keeping on the topic of sport. Yeah. We are, you know, what's happening right now on the uh, television, what's being broadcasted um, daily, is the old... Olympics. Olympics. Olympic Games. Yeah. All the sport going, in it, really? Yeah. That. Um, so, we, so far, we've got, what we're looking at now, we've got, uh, we've got a gold in swimming. We've got three silver in swimming as well. We've got a bronze in diving and a bronze in shooting. Yeah. And I think before, as we were just uh, having a little chat, Fr- Chris Froome got a bronze in cycling. Yes, and that literally did. was what, maybe yeah, uh, yeah. 45 minutes ago? Oh, bearing in mind, guys, we do record this on a Wednesday, so this table might ch- um, change by Friday. But that's fine. Uh, as of now, that is where we stand. We're doing all right. 
We're doing absolutely brilliant. But um, the reason why I wanted to bring up the Olympics as well, because of, uh, you know, it's a great sporting event where everybody's watching. You watch sports that you necessarily would never watch before. Um, well, you're learning a lot, yeah, aren't you, as well? I would never you know? watch people shooting a bloody disc going into the air. But, you know, it's, it's brilliant stuff because we're behind our country, 100%. Oh, I love it. I love it. We, we, we need to be <clears throat> more into things like this. We don't need to be negative because, you know, USA are killing it with winning all the medals and stuff. I mean, look at... Um, what's, his, what's his name? The, the swimmer, Phelps. Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. He won his 21st That's gold medal. 21 yeah, you know, yeah. I mean that is an he is an athlete. That guy is insane. So on swimming, Adam Peaty. Adam Peaty, yeah. Uh, what? Uh, gold. He not only won it, he smashed it. Oh, world record. Absolutely it was a world record. It. And to be honest, with you, I don't know if anyone's behind me on this, but it seemed effortless from him. It, it was as if he was just doing a. He could have done better. He could have done better. I think Absolutely, he could have probably. Smashed it even more, and that's this. This lad is how old is he? He's not even. I think he's like twenty. I don't. To be honest, he's twenties, early twenties, must be. Um, but the passion that he has for uh, for his sport is is just great. It's awesome. So the Olympics is bringing everybody together, which is which is great. And uh, regardless of this, um, you know, the drama that's come of it before the games, um, it's sad. You know, obviously, with this doping of Russia, um, it's kind of masked the games a little bit. Like the Euros, where the fans were kind of, um, you know, getting the press. And me and Andy were having a conversation on the way to uh, Steve's Bar. Um, we are hosting the podcast in Steve's Bar today. Um, we had a conversation about the media, how they always drag out the negative. And we have this huge event where these athletes have been training all their lives up until this point to get you know, silverware, bronze, gold, whatever they, they want to get. They want to succeed within themselves and for their country, don't they? I mean, Absolutely. what more what more motivation could you have as an athlete? But, I mean, to get to be... Not everyone can be an athlete. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not everyone can be an athlete. You know, you've got to work hard, yeah. you know? No, I, I, I don't mean to say you can't be... Not everyone can be an athlete because, you know, um, of what, you know, lack of willingness, but some, some people can't be. So the efforts that needed to put in by fitness... Um, nutrition, everything like that. I mean, that's something that you, um, and you, you know, you, you know a lot about recently now with just becoming a personal trainer. Yeah, which guys, is very uh, interesting. Yeah, so I've recently just become a personal trainer um, in June this year. Um, something that I've always wanted to do. It's always been a passion of mine um, since I kind of was introduced to fitness and movement. My degree was dance and drama, so I've always been active. Um, obviously, Can't keep movement. Still, <laughs> yeah. Can't keep me still, always shaking the hips <laughs> on the dance floor. I'll be the first one on the dance floor, I won't lie. I will be the first one up there to do a bit of, um, you know, line dancing or... Uh... Oh, so Michael Flatley, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you should see me, mate. It's great. Get a, get a, get a few sherries in me and I'm away. Um, That's for later. Yeah, um, I've, I've recently created a, a group called Just Move, um, just to impact and hopefully influence people to move more. Um, it isn't about, you know, um, lifting heavy weights all the time and, you know, I want to be buff because I'm not. I use a lot of kind of body weight training um, that anybody could do. I've posted a number of videos. If you ever want to join the group, just search Just Move 
um, just move on Facebook yeah. on Facebook and you can join the group absolutely if you want a bit of uh, motivation it's um, good to move it's healthy it's great yeah we, we did it in the first podcast about why we thought Pokemon Go was such a good thing because you're out and you're moving everybody needs exercise <laughs> of some sort and you're only going to improve yourself absolutely. by doing it it's yeah. great and I think um, we've adopted this very um, static lifestyle with sitting behind a desk computer games and you know sitting down generally um we didn't used to do that back in the day we're we had struggling to, to sit down here yeah, now no, for we're, 24 we're, minutes out you know we're struggling too much sugar in the tea yeah, i think about eight cups of tea now yeah um, but no that's that's basically my motivation to hopefully encourage other people to simply just move more get outside go for hikes go for walks um, that's the same thing. Said the same thing twice. <laughs> you know, get a bike, go out with your kids, um, get outside. We as kids were never indoors. We touched upon that in the last podcast. Um, and hopefully that will just generate people to get out and, um, and go and explore the outdoors a little bit more. Um, find new activities to do, play badminton, um, go canoeing, um, sign up to that 5k that you've always wanted to do. And just do it. It simply is just that. You are in charge of your life. Um, limit the excuses because a lot of the time, a lot of a few clients of mine have been saying that, you know, but what about this and what about that? And it's like, well, you've made that excuse. You, you are, you should commit to being as healthy as you possibly can, move as much as you can because the body reacts so well to that. And we're built that way. We're built to move. We're not built to just sit down and stand still and tighten up our joints and, you know, create all these issues later on in life because of the the amount of static um, activity that we did earlier on. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically what I'm getting into at the minute. Really enjoying it. Um, training Andy, he's got a, a, a damaged shoulder at the minute, so hopefully he gets a scan soon and sorts that out. Yeah, but, um, it's pretty, it's yeah, but there's been a couple of standout, back to the Olympics, there's been a couple of standout moments um, that me and Andy have, um, we've seen throughout the week. Oh yeah, that's right. So we've got, um, we'll start off with a with a sad, a sad one, which is a bit of a shame. And we have the French um, pummel, I think it's the pummel that he's on there, the little horse thing that you jump on yeah, yeah. over. And he broke his leg and that was bad. If you've seen the video... Mm. Well, you know, so you can, you know, you, 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 everyone will cringe at that. Yeah. Uh, his name is Samir Ait Said, I think that's how it's pronounced. And Sorry if we got that wrong, buddy, if yeah. you're listening. <laughs> you imagine if he were. Well, he's laying down yeah. for a while, isn't he? So well, he's got, got nothing time. to do, the poor guy. Yeah. I might, I might so, comment on his pictures and say, we've mentioned you in the podcast, lad. Have he, a listen. He sprung off this pummel. <clears throat> Uh, and a lot, uh, may, it's amazing just seeing now how the body, going back to the body can move like that. And he's come out doing some flips, and he's landed awkwardly on his left leg, and his left leg almost looked like it was he was scratching his ear with it. Ugh. Even though his leg was down, it was that bad. And the sad thing for him is he did the he did the right leg in 2012, and with almost like a similar injury, and that knocked him out um, of that. But. The good thing about it, weirdly enough, is that he shows the determination to carry on, and I admire him for that. And I'm pretty sure he'll he'll do it again. He'll come out again, and he'll you know he'll unless hopefully he doesn't break anything else. Yeah. The poor guy, but um, yeah. So that was quite sad. Um, onto something more emotionally amazing. Yeah. I. What do you want to say about the Colombian weightlifter? He. Um... So I, I watched a little clip on the, I think it was BBC that posted that, BBC Sport on Facebook, 
and um, I quickly just had a bit of a, a a bit of a watch, and he nailed the lift, absolutely nailed it. A beautiful and moment. The the guy broke down in tears because he was just so elated that he managed to get gold. And then you see this moment where he takes off his shoes and places them underneath the bar. He's um, crying now, isn't he? He's in tears. He is he's elated. He's creating a river on the floor. Absolutely. Oh. So he kisses the weights, and um, apparently that's a sign of that he's um, that he's, he's he's retired from the sport. I think he's thirty three years old. Um, Oscar Figueroa, his name. Yeah, Oscar Figueroa. Uh, brilliant moment. Uh, watch it if you can, guys. Search it. Just put in Colombia weightlifter. I'm pretty sure it'll pop up. Yeah, it'll be one of the first things to come up. It was it was a beautiful, beautiful moment, and that's another that that one for me is the highlight so far of yeah. the Olympics. And I'm guessing there's going to be many more to come. Yeah, uh, just seeing that joy in his face, um, it was, and the fact that he's retiring as well. I mean, can you retire in a better high than that? No. Getting a goal for your country? No, that's even better. Not. It just reminded me of when you go back to the Euros really quick, and you seen the uh, Dimitri Payet score that first goal for France, and when he when he went off. Uh, as a sub, he was crying because he, he was—he he probably couldn't believe it, and he just—he he was that emotional. You can't—you can't hold it in, and that's true emotion when you can't hold it in, in whatever it is. Yeah. And that was a fantastic thing, and um, so yeah, so Olympics, get them watched. Uh, if you've got any questions yeah, on get- the Olympics or anything like that that you want <clears throat> us to go over, just smash them in the comments. Yeah, pop them in the comments, guys. Um, yeah, and I think the, the Olympics in general is. It's looking at athletes that are at their peak, hopefully, fingers crossed, and um, they've got to where they want to be before they get to the Olympics, and then they're smashing it. They're putting their bodies through that, that you know, that training, that regiment, that strict program to get to where they need to be. And um, yeah, I'm taking a lot from the Olympics for self motivation. Look at these guys that are, you know, doing these things that they can do with the body. It's absolutely fantastic. And if that doesn't encourage you, then I don't know what else will because it's it's possible. It really is possible. Go out and get it. Um, you know, we're not on this damn planet for long enough. So go and do it. Well, if it's, you know, according to Chloe, we've only got a day left. Oh, yeah, yeah cheers, Chloe. So, get them golds in Britain. Come on. Come on, GB. Team GB. Team GB. Be as positive as you can. I yeah. love it. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna end that one, and what would be next? What's that sound? Drinks of the week time. Oh, ring for beer. Drinks of the week, sir. So and what have we got? This we week? have this week. Oh, nice glass. So these are the glasses. Steve's bar is completely decked out with uh, beverages, full of all sorts. So we've been we've been ramming the cupboards, and first we have the white beer, strawberry white beer. White beer, non-alcoholic, I may say. Let's have a quick little uh, look at that there. And um, okay. you can have a go at that later because, because uh, you know, you're part German. Uh, am I? Oh, <laughs> you can clap, okay. And we've got a, a more popular drink around the Christmas time, Glühwein. Yeah, I've personally never had it. I have. We do have it at home, my wife has it, but I've never tried it. And so, Glühwein, should we start with... What do you want to start with? Let's start with the white beer. Let's start with the white beer. Yeah, okay, pop so that open. You got a cut opener? Bottle opener? <laughs> oh, there's everything in here. Right. Ding dong. Oh, oh just a little, just so, a tiny uh, little, dabble. little dabble. Yeah. So non-alcoholic, guys. We can't we, get drunk on this, can we, then? Andy so. still doesn't know how to drive, so he's, uh, he's Don't not going to be on drive. Um, yeah. Craig, oh, we're still mate. waiting for you to... Is it nice? Smell. I don't know. Oh, that smells... <laughs> that smells <laughs> terrible. What? 
Mate, do I have to drink all this? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's nice. oh, oh, oh wait, hold the Cheers. Horn. Cheers to that. Right. There we go again from a negative straight to a straight positive. To a positive. You Smells know, like crap. That initial tastes smell. Tastes like Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. That initial smell was just. Mate, it still, it still smells, smells. It still smells horrible, but this flavour, the strawberry, it's very sweet though. I don't think you could drink a lot of these. Oh, it's but, electric. But then again, it's not alcoholic. It's great. Why, why would you have loads of that? I don't know. Is anyone out there. Guys, if you oh, are. Um, that's sweet. If you drink non alcoholic beer, is there a reason for it? Pop it in the comments. Yeah, you pop know? it in the comments. Is there any other non-alcoholic beer that is on par with actual beverages? Um, yeah, because you get like Be- you get Bex Via, don't you, and stuff which yes. is not no percent, and you get the all the other things like that. And I've never really tried them because I like to to drink, and you know, I'm because I don't drive. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm always the one getting drunk, <laughs> so I don't drink the non-alcoholic. Thing. That's great. Very sweet, isn't it? That is really nice. Should we right? Should we move on to the glue vine? Yeah, glue vine. Give it a little read. So, uh, Glühwein is the German name for mulled wine. It is popular winter, especially at Christmas and Halloween time. When it's traditionally served warm, juicy fruit red flavours spiced with cinnamon, cloves, citrus and sugar make this a great winter warming drink. Mm-hmm. Try with a slice of orange for an additional citrus twist. Well, we're not going to do any of that that it's suggested. <laughs> Sounds delicious, though. So, this is, uh, it does sound sweet. good. We're going to... Pop this in there. Oh, look at the colour of that. It is an, a juicy red colour that's pouring into my glass right now. We ah. are literally going to go straight from the beer to the... And what percent is this? 10% volume. All right, so we've gone from a non-alcoholic drink to a... To a whacker. Yeah, okay. Cheers, mate. Smells great. Smells Bottom like up. wine. Smells like wine. I think um, with this, yeah, you try it. You, try it. you get this a lot at uh, Christmas markets. Anyone who goes to the Christmas markets will see this. Um, for sale in there, and it, you probably get it warm and cold and stuff. Uh, how, how's it taste? <laughs> it's it's it doesn't need to be warm. Let's just say that it's really nice. Oh no, this is this is yeah, this is Christmas. This <laughs> Christmas, Christmas in, in August. Cheers! Fantastic. There we well go. Done. This That's is really nice. Cool. We might carry on drinking this yeah. um, as we conclude the this week's podcast. Absolutely. Um, so again, guys, please reach out to us on Facebook page. Get other people to like it. Uh, we're on Twitter as well at a good old chimwag. Follow us on there. Like us on Instagram. Same name. Uh, we're going to be posting a lot more um, in the weeks to come. So please follow us. Spread the word. That'd be great. And again, we're on iTunes. Officially on iTunes. On great, isn't it? Let's let's drink glue vine to that glue vine. So yeah, uh, we just want to say again, as we do, as uh, a big thank you to all the listeners and everyone who follows us. It's great. Um, we just want to keep you as entertained as possible with the content that we're giving. Absolutely. You know, we're just the way we talk is we just talk as it is. We don't put uh, a lot of a lot of thought into it, do we? We just we, we go with the flow. We try yeah. and make it as real as possible. I know yeah. we may put on our radio voices or whatever, but that's just it's just it's just what happens. It is what happens. So, from us, from me, Andy, um, thanks very much for listening, guys, again. Uh, spread the word as much as you can. That would be really, really helpful. We will be thankful for that. And, yeah, try and live um, positively as much as you can. And we want to spread that with this page and hopefully with the podcast. If you guys like it, please let us know. Pop the questions in the comments as much as you can. Yeah. And um, thank you very much this week for the comments, guys, um, and the questions. 
they were really uh, interesting. They were good. They were really yeah. fun. I like that. I, um, so seriously, uh, if every if everyone's still listening now, thirty five minutes in, which is a good effort. It's hard. It is hard to listen to yeah. some stuff so long. But uh, throw us some questions. Throw us wacky questions. We don't mind. They can be serious, silly. You know, whatever. We've had a little nice little mix uh, with the five questions that we had, and uh, we want more. <laughs> we want more. That's Absolutely. great. So cheers. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thank you very much. From us at Chinwag, till next week. Have a lovely weekend. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.